Welcome, everyone, to the Crit Rate Podcast <laughs> for Wednesday, February 21st. This is episode 81. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Liz Caetano. Such a warm welcome. She's back. And I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hi, I'm here. Welcome, guys. <laughs> We're all back. <laughs> have you all been playing anything new? we got to get into this real quick because we started super late and there's like a million things that we have to talk about. Have you been playing anything new, Justin Chow? Um, I watched a little of my uh, sister playing Persona 3. It seems like a really good game. I'm really down to play it, but I think with only a week or so left before Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes yeah. out, that's not going to happen. I'm yeah. just writing myself for that. Go. Yeah. Liz, how about you? <laughs> no, just been. we had a Baldur's Gate session. Game crashed after, uh, what, an hour and ruined all of our progress. No. We start over. So. Killer. No, we should have just kept playing just Helldivers. <laughs> no. Oh, we crashed yeah, the while game we crashed. were losing. Mm. We, were we, gonna, we were gonna win everybody was dead we should do it better yeah anyway. honestly it kind of worked out okay because we I were like we're we... not trying to restart if we don't have to but the game god intervened <laughs> and said <laughs> because you we were better. we were probably gonna win that fight but we had murdered all of our like teammates that we wanted to keep yes. and talk to afterwards so well that's we weren't doing it well what a, what a nice turn of fate yeah how about that um that's cool I've been playing a lot of Helldivers. Helldivers is awesome. Oh, yeah. We've all been playing Helldivers. Helldivers is great. The only big problem is just, man, those server caps. And I know they've been having some (laughs) problems. They're working on it. I know they've been having some problems with their servers. But, like, to sit in a waiting lobby that you don't even know what number you are in queue for 45 minutes before I turn it off, I'm like, this was a waste of my 45 minutes of scrolling. It's brutal. But we found out the the hack. This this information is probably going to be outdated by the time this podcast comes out in (laughs) two hours. But, uh... If you want to get in and you're having trouble with the servers, find one of your friends in your friends list and join their game. Keep the game closed and then just join one of your friends' games. It will put you in their lobby and then immediately leave their ship and you'll be in. That's how you do it. That's how you solve the problem. Is that an actual like documented solve? I know that happened. It, it but- has worked for like almost like it has worked for me. It worked for Alex. It worked for Muller. It worked for Rich. Mm. Worked for me. I came and joined your game the other That's day. That's what I'm saying. I like, didn't know there was any server issues. It is, I just joined your game. That is the way. That is this the way. This is the way. Hmm. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. So Helldivers is really good. I played and beat and platinumed Lords of Exile, which is this Castlevania clone game. Mm. It kind of came out of nowhere. Play, yeah. yeah, I saw some adverts for it a while back, and I was like, this looks kind of cool. And then... Um, Somebody on my friends list was playing it. I was like, oh, yeah, that game's out. Let me just try that. And I got totally obsessed with it for like a minute and really just kind of like smashed my head into a wall for this one trophy that was absolutely just bonkers. It was uh, like completing a boss rush without getting hit once. Really hard. But Mm. I did it and I feel proud of myself. Platinum 149. Nice. What's going to be 150? Probably Jet Moto 2. <laughs> Jet Moto 2, okay. Because, yeah, they're the new PlayStation Plus Premium games got announced, or got dropped today, and that's one of them. And I platinum the other one, it was, like, easy. It was, like, a two-sitting thing. You're not so. just going to wait to platinum a game and then make Final Fantasy your 150th? No, I really don't care. All right. Well, cause, like, what do you think this is? Well, because after 150, <laughs> like, you, you wouldn't even know. If, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. If there was a, a tracker that said right. your 150 platinum right. was this, then I would care. But it doesn't do that. So it should do that. But you'll know. <clears throat> yeah. But I, when you post it on Twitter. I couldn't tell you what my 100th platinum was. Not but now. if it was something momentous, you probably could. But if it it's, was something momentous. It's probably in my, uh, in my Twitter log. Trope. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. So, we have much to discuss today 
because my God, we just got hit with literally like two big announcements. We got the uh, Elden Ring DLC trailer drop. Then we also got the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. Mm -hmm. So there was that. And then we also got uh, a couple of other game announcements or port announcements, if you will, for some of the other major consoles. And we got a movie trailer. So much to discuss. I think the first thing that we should get into is the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. I actually didn't get a chance to watch this, but the stuff that you you told me about and I looked up afterwards looks pretty good. Yeah, so I'll I'll run you through the heavy Yeah, I didn't years. get a chance to watch it either. I've got the whole thing in chronological order. Was it, like, planned? I feel like I did not... Yes. They, they announced it two days ago. Yeah, you told so me that. So it was in... Pretty, it, was pre- it was fairly spur of the moment. <laughs> it was pretty rapid succession. <laughs> yeah. And that is typically the case with the partner showcases because they tend to be less exciting than, like, the proper Nintendo Directs. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all third-party stuff. <clears throat> but there's some interesting stuff in here. We all know that after our podcast last week, there was all this hullabaloo around uh, Xbox saying that their games were getting right. ported to other consoles. Right. And we were speculating what those games would be. And we got the answer for the first one, which is Grounded. Uh, the, what you call it, made by Obsidian, sort of uh, Minecraft-esque Honey, I shrunk the kids yeah. fighting in the back, uh, fighting in the backyard type of thing. Which so we that, had like some interest in playing when it was on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, I have it downloaded, yeah, but we never. I I, I was yeah. not. pass. So, yeah, yeah. So Grounded's coming <laughs> out divers. April sixteenth. Yeah. Uh, they also announced Pentiment coming out on Switch February twenty second. So there's those two right mm-hmm. out of the gate. Uh, the next one that we got was a trailer for this game called Enter Magnolia, which was kind of interesting. It was this sort of like dark 2D uh, kind of Metroidvania looking sort of thing. I wasn't like totally enthralled by it, but it looked cool. Yeah. I don't know. After that, there was this interesting looking puzzle game called Arranger, a role playing adventure where your character, it's like an adventure game, but your character is shifting on tiles and like that's how you explore the map. Like there's no walk animation. You're literally just shifting tiles. It's It's very interesting. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so that was that one not so hype next was a new trailer for unicorn overlord which continues to look <laughs> awesome that looks sick yeah. i'm very like that yeah. looks really good so there's a demo out for it today and they're saying that it's about four hours worth of content and it's supposed to be really good i'll download that unicorn overlord pretty awesome yeah. vanillaware Vanillaware never disappoints. I mean, I, I have never played a Vanillaware game I didn't like. Although, apparently, Grim Grimoire is supposed to be a little weird, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the one that you were talking to me about way back when, Odin Sphere. Yeah. I want to try that. Sublime. Sublime. Peak gaming. Yeah. Odin Sphere. Great Peak game. Peak gaming. Uh, then, Monster Hunter Stories. So, this is a port. Do you remember th- the 3DS RPG Monster Hunter series called Monster Hunter Stories, uh, where it's like a little anime character riding a oh, Rathalos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. A little like they're like little chippy characters. That is coming out on Switch. Uh. Very exciting. I don't really have much else to. I, I'm not a fan of those games. I would never play them. Uh, yeah. I'm not really interested. Yeah. Next was an interesting announcement. I wouldn't have seen this coming, but uh, Epic Mickey rebrushed. So if you oh, remember, that was like a DS game or something. It was a Wii game. A Wii game. Yeah. And it was a very popular, very highly reviewed Wii game, uh, which you know, surprised me. I actually never played it. So yeah. Um, Would you be interested? 100% going to play this. Yeah. Really? 100. Nice. I just like, I just sort of missed it. And then by yeah. the time I found out about yeah. it, like sort of the moment had passed, but mm-hmm. it was like, 
one of those games. I'm like, someday. Yeah. Also coming okay. to PlayStation 5 if you want to play it there. Interesting. Maybe. Would probably look better. I, I don't know where the optimal place to play something like yeah. that was. I don't know what type of game it is. I, I think it's an adventure game, sort it of is. Zelda-esque. If, I feel like it <laughs> play style like feel more right on my Switch, but I feel like as a Disney fan, I should try to get the get that platinum experience. Like, no. <laughs> the proper experience. <laughs> the get like, that best experience that I can. Yeah. Which probably on my PlayStation. I did like so. the art style a lot. That sort of like classic Mickey is very cool looking. Yeah. I mean... I love Disney. Okay, next, we got the DLC announcement for Shin Megami Tensei 5. Shin Megami Tensei 5 Vengeance. I'll tell you what, I've never been more confused watching a trailer in my life. (laughs) The Shin Megami Tensei games are so weird. It just sounds like a, like, it's just word soup. Like, they're just pouring weird words down, and weird anime characters are saying those words. And they're just showing you pictures of things that don't go together at all. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, this is the game. So I don't get it. It's not for me. Um, is I've this no- an Atlas game? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's literally the exact same. Uh, it's the Persona studio. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. The game plays almost but exactly just, the same as Persona. Yeah. A weirder version. <laughs> a more yeah. like anime. More historic. I mean, people people love Shin Megami Tensei. Love Shin Megami yeah. Tensei. <laughs> I, I kind of like the name. You like the name Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. So the the cool one back in the day, if you were if you were cool, you played Shin okay. Megami Tensei Three Nocturne, which was the one where one of the playable characters, like one of the characters in your party, was Dante. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. and and it like canonically made sense. It's like yeah, yeah, Dante is just here and he's in your party, and you're like, okay, <laughs> now I'm playing a JRPG with Dante. Like that's just the thing. Mm. Look that up. Look, look up some trailers of that. Did you also know that the PlayStation 2 version of Beautiful Joe, Dante was an unlockable character? And you can play through the whole game as Dante? And he looks awesome. He's like a, a little chibi, cel-shaded version of Dante. It's pretty yeah. sick. I mean, I've actually never played any of those games. You should play Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe is sick. No, I meant Don't Make Cry. Everybody said Beautiful oh, yeah. Joe was really You never played Don't Make Cry? I know. Is that terrible also? Because like we you literally named tell... our children after the characters. I was going to say, you should, you should, you should <laughs> tell Jason. He, he probably knows, he knows both of those he fun knows facts. I don't know if you I mean, like... If you like those games as much, though, only for the fact that they're a little creepy. Did you put Bayonetta? No, I, it, I'm not. It's a character action. I don't think that they're creepy enough to uh, mm. deter me. You played Nier, right? I did play Nier. Yeah, so it's it's like I, mean, that. I know the play style. I don't. I tried to play a long time ago. I tried to play the first one in like a remastered collection <laughs> on first, PlayStation Two. First one is dated, and it was like I mean, this was it was it was still dated at the time, but it was not nearly like I mean, this was like you know 20 years ago probably yeah. that I tried to play it. Um, you and three. I couldn't get past the first room, and it was like in a time before like none of my friends played games. I couldn't yeah. like ask anybody about it, so I just like put it down. Even though I bought all three copies, I never touched them again. Okay, so ready? Here, here's the fun fact for you. You ready for a fun fact? Yeah, Devil May Cry One is actually Resident Evil Four. Like they were making a Resident Evil game, and they made like the framework for the entire fact. game was. <laughs> Was like that is a Resident Evil game, yeah. but oh, then they, shit. but then they changed, that. but then yeah. they changed the the main character to be like more of an action game. So they were like, then we just need to spin this off and make something else. Yeah. And then they made Resident Evil Four on GameCube as something cool. totally different. That is cool. So Devil May Cry One is because a Resident it does Evil have game. the same type of ambiance as like a Resident Evil yeah. game yeah. at the time. It's a mansion. It's yeah. monsters. It's static yeah. camera angles. It's it's Resident Evil. Where did you find that? That's amazing. That's like that's like an old fact. But yeah. Wow, cool. How about that? Love that. I do you, like that. You think Jason knows that? Um, you should ask Jason. Maybe. You should ask Jason 
hey, do you know what the original Devil May Cry on PS2 was supposed to be? Let's see what he says. I'm, I'll find out. See what Probably he doesn't. I'm yeah, go I feel like that's, a, that's a deep lore. That's a, that's a Justin Skirbo like, that's fact. Like, right there. That's something that I wouldn't even <laughs> have thought to like look into. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. How do you know uh, that? What's up? How do you know that? It's a front. It's like an old fact. Like they used to talk about it in like magazines and stuff. But like, yeah, I was very, very into Resident Evil Four when it came out. Right. So it was like, you know, they'd have like a little blurb in there that like, you know, the first time they were trying to make Resident Evil Four, it was actually turned into Devil May Cry and yeah. blah blah blah. And then you're like, oh, like it's exactly this where you're like, wow, that totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Go. Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection coming out March fourteenth. This is uh, Battlefront 1 and 2. I never played these games, but I know that people love them. <laughs> never played any of the Battlefront games? Nope. The Battlefront wow. games aren't bad. Uh, yeah. They are actually quite fun. Yeah, they're very Except good. Except for, I think, the one that came out in PS4 some, uh, sometime. Yeah, that was the that, uh, was that was the microtransaction that one. Was painful. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did Battlefront as well. Yeah, I remember they were on PS2 and original Xbox. But yeah, I was never like in that, in that atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. Like, I'm not like a hardcore Star Wars fan? fan yeah no me neither <laughs> <laughs> not a big battlefront yeah fan. right okay next announcement Sword Art Online Fractured Daydream it, it blows my mind how Sword Art Online is such like a cult phenomenon it's not even it's like mainstream anime stuff but oh, my like god the amount of games that come out for this anime are right. ridiculous you know it's funny because like my my interest in anime I was talking to you oh sorry one my interest in anime has started to rise again in the yeah. last like couple of weeks, honestly. Wow. Um, and it is fascinating to me that almost all anime games are bad. Like, I really tried to think about it, and I was like, "What's a good anime game?" Yeah. And now you it's have like, like how all video game movies are bad. <laughs> exactly. <until recently. laughs> exactly. It's like you have like the DBZ fighting games and stuff, but like the essence of what the most game anime yeah. are. They it just doesn't translate. However, really doesn't. and it's and it's and like from an artistic standpoint, it's like this should totally fucking work. But it, it just does. be a JRPG. Yeah. JRPGs are basically just anime, but with fighting. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. I mean, Persona is a better yeah anime than it is video yeah. game. You know, there are some anime games that are really good. Like I remember playing like uh, not maybe it was in no it wasn't I, it was some uh, anime games on like. PS2, I remember going to Chinatown and getting my stuff like so that PS2 can like be region unlocked or whatever and play those games. Those games did like versus modes really well, I think. But other than that, like most of the time, if you like zoom out and you look at the game by its like mechanical features and like what it actually is, it's a pretty shallow yeah. game. Well, I think general. the games that even like lean really, really heavily into that, it's like they'll be super hit or miss. Like when I played that game Scarlet Nexus, that was clearly a game that was made to look and feel and be in anime but then you'll get stuff like tales of arise which just has an anime aesthetic but it's yeah. a true to form jrpg you know right. but that's an anime yeah <laughs> all right let's keep going gundam breaker 4 um that's an anime game gundam that is an anime bad. game and honestly i've heard very good things about gundam breaker 3 uh it's supposed to be a really solid vita game it's basically just a, a hack and slash mm. it's like a customize your thing hack and slash game i will not be playing this mm. But I do love Gundam. All right. Super Monkey Ball, Banana Rumble. <laughs> this actually looks kind of good. I do like uh, Monkey Ball. I'm glad they're coming out with something else on that for, uh, IP. Yeah, I bought that last remake of the original ones, Banana Mania, but I literally never played it. I have it in the box, like, on my shelf, but I never played it. Okay. Um, 
but I like Monkey Ball. I think it's a cool thing. I think it pairs with Nintendo very well. Yeah, for sure. 200 fresh courses. 16 player multiplayer. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds all right. Uh, yeah, it looked very similar to... Remember uh, when that game Kirby's Dream Course? Not Kirby's Dream Course. It was, like, it was like the PvP rolling Kirby game where you like eat stuff that came out on Switch. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it looks like that. Well, it's weird because like Monkey Ball, you're moving the entire stage to move the balls around, but if there's 16 other players... Are they all moving the same stage? They're all probably just moving by their own gravity, you know. Isn't that, so they're just hamsters and balls running around. Does that I kind think of so. ruin the monkey ball experience. All right, whatever. Next one, World of Goo Two. I didn't know there was a first one. I yeah, it was a it was a mobile game, and then it was on Wii. I really don't like World of Goo at all. This I, looks I, pretty I, gross. I tried to play it. It's it's a puzzle game. It's like a bridge builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I see the why it would be fun. But I really don't like the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about it at all. I like how in Game Informer... It's popular with children. The description is literally just one sentence of the long-awaited sequel comes yeah. to Switch. <laughs> okay. We're all the same article, are we? Game Informer? Yep. I mean, yeah. yeah. I figured that, yeah. Shout out, Game Informer. <laughs> um, next one, Fantasy Life, I, the girl who steals time. So this just looks like a um, an RPG where you like basically have different classes and you can like level up different classes of stuff. <laughs> not super revolutionary i'd say but i don't know it looks be, like it'll be for somebody you can this, also play in four-player co-op is this not a like a animal crossing uh clone it sort of is but it's more I mean, of an even rpg the, even the freaking like stairs look like animal crossing stairs. right, yeah, That's right. <laughs> 14 different roles uh a fantasy life series gets a new chapter 14 different roles called lives to build a town in the present and explore an island in the past to solve right. mysteries it's funny because it's like the girl who steals time, and I'm like, this game definitely probably steals some people's time for sure. Oh, no doubt Sounds about very that. Harvest Moon. Zing. Yeah. All right. Another Crab's Treasure on April 25th. So this kind of looks like a weird like Dark Souls game, but based off of that one character from Moana. <laughs> uh, interesting. You know what I mean? You're talking about the, the crab? Yeah. The shiny crab? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. You went that way and not like uh, that wasn't Sebastian. what everyone was thinking. That was that was the first thing that I but thought of. But now that, that you like Sebastian have said it, no, it doesn't. No, no? It's, it's a it's a crab it with like garbage the, on its back. It looks oh, like the crab from Moana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. So whatever. All right. It's, there you go. The Moana uh, crab. Uh, I'm sorry. Guys. Something. We'll see what the deal is. All right. Uh, next one. Penny's Big Breakaway. So this is an interesting game. This is uh, it has a lot of uh, Sonic Adventure vibes to it. Mm. It looks really interesting. I don't know if I'm going to play it. I imagine that it will review pretty well. This is also coming out on PlayStation. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I'm curious about it. it looks cool. It's a 3D platformer, and we really don't get just a straight up 3D like straight up 3D platformers very often. No. All right. Next is the Suica game multiplayer mode. So I just played this for the first time this afternoon. This game, this game is very cool. I like this game a lot. Yeah. It's v- very peaceful and nice and like easy to kind of like lose yourself to. I have I watched some videos on this before and they do say it's like weirdly fun and like Sad. satisfying. Um, I don't know. It's I, like, I'm it's like a Zen it. game. It's I'll like a Zen it. game. It's five bucks. It's, it is $5. That is the... And it's multiplayer. I mean... It is $5 and it is multiplayer. All right, next. I am amped on this game. Pepper Grinder comes out on my birthday, March twenty eighth. 
Uh, oh, that's coming up. Yeah, so it's like a 2D side scroller where you drill through stuff and like launch yourself out and fight stuff with your drill. It just looks really cool. The physics look like, and it's interesting <coughs> that it's pixel form, but like the physics of the game seem and the puzzles that they build around this like one drill mechanic seem really interesting. I think I heard of this game like years ago though. Yeah, it was de- like I remember it being featured in a Donkey video from like 2017 or wow. something like that. Like it was a long time ago. But it looks awesome. I imagine this is going to be like a flow state game. Like once you get like really good, you like I could see it being like almost like, like a speed Celeste. game. You know? Yes. Yeah, Celeste, Celeste had some really good mechanics that felt like that. Totally. Okay. For me, the most important announcement of this entire thing: pocket card jockey ride on. Okay. I mean, listeners. I don't know where you're going with this. So I, I fucking love Pocket Card Jockey. Okay, I was gonna say I've heard actually very good things. It is. About this I've game. never heard it of is like, I, like from what I understand awesome. on iOS, like it got rave reviews. I I played it <laughs> extensively on 3ds. Like I was all about this game. I didn't know it was on iOS. Yes. So this is a. I'm gonna do my best to describe how this game works. This game is a combination of horse racing and solitaire. You choose your horse. And you essentially put your horse on a certain path. You like figure out where you want to be racing on the track. And then the race is broken down into like three or four segments based on the race. And then you will play solitaire. And based on how efficiently you solve the solitaire puzzle will determine how well your horse races within the next segment. So it's part strategy, part skill. So it's like you have to like be able to play really quickly and and really efficiently, but you also have to like plan for how your horse is going to interact with the other horses like as it's racing. It's awesome. And then that's just like one element of it. That's like the core gameplay loop. But then after you finish, you your horse like levels up in certain attributes and then you could run other horses and then you can mate horses to make new horses. It's really wild. And this adds multiplayer and all kinds of stuff. It is great. Great. That's kind of cool. It's great. Yeah. Hmm. I've heard very good things. Um, I I it does not I, seem like it would be. It's likely my most played game on 3DS. I'm not even joking. That's like, wild. I probably put like like dozens and dozens of hours into this game. Like I really, really liked it. Uh, so how much is Pocket? $15. All right. I think you will have... Than I want it to be. I think you'll have more fun with it than you expect you will. Mm. I mean, honestly, I and I've heard I've heard good things. You now, played this. Now, I, I am. I'm definitely open. I, now, granted, my experience with it was on 3ds, so there was something very kind of like uh, yeah, tactile like, about like tapping the cards in like a quick thing. That was kind of nice. So I'm curious to see how it's gonna be on this. But I had enough fun with it there that I'm just like, I just want to play more of I that. Saw kind you downloaded of game. it on your Switch. You yeah, I'm, it yet? I'm ready to go. I have not tried it yet. You played this more than Medios? Yeah. Dude, I love Medios. I love oh, Medios no, too. I'm 3DS. Uh, Regular DS, I played Tetris DS like a motherfucker. Wow. I was all about <laughs> all about Tetris DS. Okay. Anyway, next, uh, Contra. So th- this one only got like a, a, a passerby sort of thing, uh, Contra Operation Galaga. This is Galuga, sorry. Galuga. It's just the next Contra game. I don't have any high hopes for this because their last one that came out was called uh, Contra Rogue Ops, and that did awfully. Yeah. This looks awful. This is more traditional, but I really yeah, just like, good. I don't know, when when you're redoing an old game franchise, something about the 2D, 3D aesthetic, like the 2.5D, I just really think is hideous. But th- I'm looking at the art style, and it kind of <laughs> looks pretty... 
hideous, right? Like, yeah, it's just it's right. Not, it doesn't look good. No. Yeah, but I don't know. I've played it's Contra aesthetically games not pleasing. I've never really enjoyed Contra myself. Yeah, but I know a lot of people do like Contra, so I don't know. So, all right, next last two announcements. Uh, NSO got an update for a bunch of games. So this is Blast Corps. <laughs> so yeah, so it's Blast Corps Pro Am, Snake Rattle and Roll, uh, Battle to Double Dragon, and Killer Instinct. The fascinating part about this is that all of these games were part of the Rare Replay Collection that was exclusive mm, to Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. So I'm just very intrigued to see this happening. Now there's obviously some like clear missing pieces here from that collection there's no uh, there's no perfect dark there's no uh, there's no jeff force gemini there's no diddy kong racing yeah you know there's there's some clear misses but i would look forward to when those games come and now that we see more rare stuff i imagine that in due time conquers bad for a day where's that at Mm. (laughs) all right and the last announcement which apparently is a big deal endless ocean luminous did y'all play Endless Ocean? That was a Wii game. I did not. Never. Apparently, it's a very slow, just explore game. What is the and, what is the phobia when you are afraid of big things in the water or things that you can't see? Or what? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Is there a word for that? Yeah, is there a specific phobia of? It's like when you're looking out into water similar to this, and like something can come out. And just eat you in the distance. Yeah, I don't know. It's a. I'm pretty sure it's a thing. Anyway, long story short, looking at that picture, I'm not going to be playing that. And I might have (laughs) submechanophobia. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) It was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, (laughs) a fear of submerged. Oh, that's man-made objects. Oh no, you need like yeah fear of large fish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that this there's. None of there's no word for that. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> uh, there is <laughs> submechanophobia. Nope. Is that the one you just read? Yeah, that's fear of like fear of subs specifically. That shit looks scary as hell in that picture. All right, I don't know. Uh, all right, let's keep going though. Maybe that's it. Thalassophobia. Uh, okay. Well, that that does it for the partner showcase. I thought this was pretty mid overall, but with Sweaky Game and Pocket Card Jockey, I was like. Hell yeah. And honestly, yeah. I'm just waiting for a uh, pepper grinder. I'm not, I don't really care about any of the other games that are on here. I'm down uh, for Epic Mickey. Honestly, if there's one like announcement from a direct that I'm excited about mm. or like, then I'm happy with it. You're like, pass. <laughs> you gave me something I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Epic Mickey is good. For a game that was as highly revered as that game, it totally makes sense that it would come back. Yeah. So I'm I'm down for that. Justin, yeah. what do you say? Does anything uh, tickle your fancy? I was here? looking at pennies for a second, but pennies big breakaway. Yeah, yeah, but maybe not. Uh, I don't. I don't that think to I me any. is going to be like a. Uh, I don't think any of this is speaking to you. Stop knowing who I am. No. <laughs> Stop <laughs> knowing my body, <laughs> except for maybe Unicorn Auto Loads, where I will do- download the demo and give it a try. Do you think? Switch does the whole thing where it's like if you play this for yeah they did they did with triangle strategy I oh yeah that, right? it, that uh, carries over yeah dude the carryover progress for demos is such a smart idea it's like yeah. the best thing yeah. and honestly I think you would like pocket card jockey a lot it's it, I will buy that I will buy Suica, um just because I think that'd be a lot of fun in the family um, I'm gonna put this PSA out there again if you buy stuff on Switch or PSN I don't know if it works on Xbox always buy it through Costco because really? like. You buy a hundred dollars worth of credit for ninety bucks on Costco every single time. 
Anytime I buy any game, I always do that. I didn't. You're just saving 10 bucks. Yeah. Do they just give you a digital Save like, 10%. card? Save 10%. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, it's like... And you do it online, yeah? Yeah. And so I, I send ju- you a code? I go online and I'm like, I buy the thing. It's 90 bucks. And then it delivers four $25 gift cards into my inbox three minutes later. And then I just go on like the website for PlayStation. Just boop, 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 boop. I just did it for uh, right. Switch. Yep. I got to start doing that. I'm going to do that. It's just saving money. I'm it's just saving money. today or tomorrow so that I can download Final Fantasy. Yeah. Because I haven't bought it yet. Is Unicorn Overlord not coming on PlayStation? I don't know. I think it is coming out on PlayStation. I think it is. Vanilla usually comes out on everything. Right? <laughs> I think I would like to play that on PlayStation. Yeah. All right. Next announcement. Let's talk about Shadow of the Erd Tree. Yeah. From Soft Elden Ring. I'll just take see my exit. The door's see over here. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is on PlayStation 5 as well. And Unicorn Overlord. Yeah. So, Shadow of the Earth Tree, I, I thought this trailer was really, really awesome. Yeah. I was very pleased with what I saw. Yeah. I wasn't really sure what I was expecting, but I was happy to see the things that I saw. The only goals that I was setting for myself, or rather, the only expectations that I wanted to feel or get out of the or out of it was, one, I wanted to see like more content to be exploring through that wasn't the, orig- like the, the same world that I've already explored, which seemed like it could be new. Big question mark there. But the bosses seem really new and seem really interesting, so I was happy about that. But the big thing is always, like, what's the new armor sets? What's the new weapons that you're going to be playing with? Yep. What's the new move sets? And that's always been the extremely, like, most fascinating part of any Souls game coming yeah. out of... Uh, I remember when the Old Hunters trailer came out. Dude, And yes. I was like, what is that bow? I want that bow so bad. So, like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, and, like, how many other DLCs have we gotten in... Uh, which all from software games. I know we had Bloodborne. Yeah, I mean there was one in everyone. I can't remember where they were called, but the I do remember one in um, the Dark Souls one one, which was like going into the uh, what you call it, into the lake, and then you fight like the it's like a oh that's right yeah the I, lion with the snake tail and all. I think I remember stuff. Dark Souls two, and they brought in like the Coliseum <laughs> and that like night with the blue whatever. I didn't anyway, play Dark Souls two, but I don't think any of it. Nothing was, for Sekiro. I don't think Sekiro, Sekiro. Had, had DLC. Yeah, but all in all, I I think most of them were they were substantial enough. But like looking at this and then seeing the price of it, yeah, I feel 40 like bucks, forty bucks. That's like half of a game. It's big. I mean, I will say just to speak on the weapons and stuff that like punch kick combo thing yeah. it looked like monk fists or whatever it looked fucking awesome that looks super unique the uh the rapid fire crossbow down for that like yeah. i don't know there was a lot of really cool stuff and then that last like do, like creature with the big lion head looked awesome i was it's like int- it's interesting because there's so many like weird side weapons that i feel like from software looks into like they add to the game but they're never like a serious weapon to like focus your character's build around but in mm-hmm. this one they also had like the dual daggers that you're throwing constantly yep. and that becomes like oh and those like set. dancer blades yeah. those looked really cool so there's a lot of really yeah i think elden ring what it did the best was the weapons in comparison to all the other ones which were way more stiff and this one they opened up a little bit more plus the magic they also showed a lot of cool ma- uh, new magic yeah uh, capabilities so yeah i'm down i'm i'm surprised that we haven't heard anything about the dlc until now yeah comes out june 21st my birthday justin's birthday very cool everybody's got a birthday present yeah right (laughs) that's true that's true i mean do you think you're gonna get i feel like based on the like history and pedigree of the studio like 40 dollars seems like a lot but like 
Do you think you'll get forty dollars worth of content? Forty dollars. Uh, they have not had a DLC that ever cost forty dollars. I believe right. the DLC for Dark Souls I one mean, was like ten. Cost forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean there it is, right? And then uh, Hell Divers. What did I say? Hell Risers. Hell Divers. <laughs> um, no, but I mean you're a hundred percent right, and yeah. that that is the thing. Like even uh, the old hunters for uh, the old hunters DLC for Bloodborne, I think I paid like. I think it was like fifteen or twenty dollars. Yeah, like it was normal. It wasn't a lot. <laughs> I mean, that was me. also Bloodborne. What was that? Fifteen years ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that was like that was early. That was early uh, PlayStation Four. I yeah. mean, that was like a thing. That was about. But uh, yeah, twenty. Yeah, like twenty thirteen. But yeah, forty dollars. It's it's interesting 14. because I think the sentiment that some people are feeling are like, wow, it's like it's going to be like Huge. there's going to be a lot of content, right? Yeah. Which is funny because it's such a uh, I'm I'm literally stealing this quote from uh, Gene Park, but it's like that's the difference between when people trust a company and right. when they don't, you yeah. know? Because if they're like, uh, yeah, I mean, I just said that right now. I'm like, I mean, given the like pedigree. history of the yeah. studio, I would assume you're gonna get a lot out of this DLC. Yeah, yeah. I got the same thing with Cyberpunk 2077 20, way back when, and then it was terrible. In the that DLC is not even forty dollars. That DLC is twenty five. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's a, uh, it is a lot to ask my thing. And like, this is, this is a very like Justin specific ask, but I hope, or I wished that it would have its own platinum trophy. And I know that it won't. And that sucks. You don't think it will? No. Do any DLCs have a separate, if it's part of a, I have never seen it happen. It has never happened. I mean, they have their, they have a separate trophy list. They have a separate trophy list, but never a second platinum. You can't get two platinums in one game, which is like a bit of a shame. But for 40 bucks, it's like that's a substantial thing. And there's part of me that's like, could they release that game as like a standalone thing? Like it's its own thing? Probably not because you likely want to like take your character with you from like the main game. But uh, I don't know. I wish that that was the case. Because I think about these like bigger scale DLCs and I'm like, man, like that would really get me in the door fast. Like I'm still going to play this, but I'm probably not going to like care very much. You know, <laughs> it takes a specific game to get me to come back and play it. Like when Resident Evil 4 had like the separate ways DLC, I was all over that, all over it. Did it have a platinum? No. I think also on some level they, they, I mean, I don't know if they make decisions this way, but I feel like they know people will pay that much. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, I, for I sure. hate I hate to be the conspiring cynic, but, like, I feel like they're like, yeah, we just made gold. Like, let's capitalize on this. And, yeah. you know, I feel like even if... I mean... Elden Ring was game of the year. Costs are usually decided pretty early on, but I feel like... I feel like they feel more comfortable with that price, knowing how well it did. I, I, would, yeah. I would agree, but yeah. I, would, I would also say that like, I don't think that it would be priced that way unless they felt certain that they were providing a significant level of like content yeah. or they value. They very well could yeah. be. But right now, my There was definitely a new area. There was yeah. definitely new bosses and there was definitely new weapons. So I'm like, you're hitting everything that that game is. Everything yeah. that makes that game important is places to explore and like i can't remember what it looked like but there was like i remember at one point during the trailer i was like i've never seen that place before and many parts of the trailer when it started i was like i know exactly where this is you know which is funny because we haven't played that game in so long or at least i haven't played that game in a very long time yeah me neither i saw it downloaded and installed i realized nice i don't know anyway didn't you buy it on pc too 
No, I bought Boulder's Gate on PC as well. Ah, uh, gotcha. But anywho, I mean, if there was ever a lull in my life, I would, I would dabble. Like there was a moment where it was like me, you, and Alex walking through that forest and like fighting wolves, and it felt like D and D, but like an action e D and D, and then going through the bosses. Like I particularly love that game. It does take a specific amount of like grit and like commitment, I suppose. But like, there's no yeah, other game like that. I would only want to play if I was playing with yeah you or Alex. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Do you want to hear a funny analogy that I heard about games like that? And I, I it's funny because I was thinking about that when I was playing this game, Lords of Exile, because that challenge that I was doing was just fucking brutal. It was, it was literally just like hitting my head against the wall. <laughs> the, so much fun the well <laughs> so the, my life it's, but then it's like why do people do that right and dark souls like any of the souls games elden ring included are very much like that now granted right. there are some like exploitable tactics that you can do that make the game easier but like the analogy that i heard which i thought was pretty funny is like imagine you're locked in a room and there is a bomb in the room and you can't contact anybody and there's nothing else you can do and it's either you defuse the bomb or you die Dark Souls is when you start engaging with the bomb to try to figure out how to disarm it. Yeah, that's, that's what the game is. Except for the game is figure out how to disarm the bomb or you're going to die, you know? And I was like, yeah. And like, imagine how good you'll feel if you disarm that bomb and now you get to live. Yeah, it's definitely like... <laughs> I mean that's pretty extreme. Terrible analogy. But I no, say, I mean that's I kinda, hate this analogy. <laughs> that's kind of what it is, though. I mean, it's, I would say each boss is like a, it's like a elaborate knot, and you're just slowly picking away at the knot, like thread by thread, until eventually it all comes together. And that's the cool part about the game is like, I like that's I like that analogy a lot. Well, nobody has to explode. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not as. I don't know. I'm fatalistic. <laughs> yeah. You're giving me... A, oh, my God. I don't... Yeah, you don't have to play Elden Ring. <laughs> you know the movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds where he's, like, buried alive and they're, like, trying to get Oh, my out. God. I've I, never I would ever watch that movie. That movie. You've hey, never heard of this movie? That's the anxiety I'm getting from that analogy. Mm. It's, yeah, the whole movie takes place with like him under, in a coffin. It's awful. It's it not awful. awful. I was like, I've never not seen funny was that, was that, all Was that that weird Netflix one? No. Was it called? No, this was a real movie, yeah. I, I don't this know. Came this came out many years ago. Ground. Is it actually literally just called Underground? There's Underground Sick. No, no it's called that's like the Netflix one. What is it called? It's called like Trapped or No Air or <laughs> You're Gonna Die. Oh, it's literally called Buried. Buried. <laughs> see, it's literally called Buried. It's awful. You got an 87 on Rotten Tomatoes, guys. Wow. This is a good movie. Quality then, filmmaking right there. I mean, I've uh, never seen it, but Jason told me the end, and I'm like, all right, well, definitely not. Yeah. Like what? That's. <laughs> oh. It came out a long time ago. Can I spoil it for you? I really don't care. All right, good. Any spoilers, if anybody wants to watch Ryan Reynolds buried. Uh, what happens is that the entire movie, you're like, oh, shit. They're, like, figuring out how to get him. And, like, like they're, like, capturing, like, um, like I don't know, terrorists and, like, like, asset, like you know, uh, putting them under some serious, like, you know, I don't know, torture to, like, get them to figure out and give up his, like, location. At the end of the movie, they're like, oh, wow, we're about to, have like, get there. We're about to save Ryan Reynolds. And they dig up the coffin, and it's another person it's another like it's not ryan reynolds it's just a dead guy and there's like okay so then ryan reynolds it's like there's no they could go on the phone they're just like uh we can't have any more resources to this anymore i'm sorry you're we're not gonna come get you that's terrible and that's right? the end of the movie is that's that a, like the one of the like the worst thing you've ever heard in your life they just call them they're like sorry you're gonna die bye <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> yeah. that's a terrible movie that's a terrible movie yeah yeah yeah, anyway. okay. I, I'm glad I passed on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Same anxiety uh, induced by that analogy. Um, no, but the, the, the point of the analogy is that you do figure out how to... Ryan Reynolds <laughs> does come out of yeah. the ground. Exactly, exactly. He is saved. Yeah. 
Uh, I agree. Yeah. So, either way, Shadow of the Erdtree comes out June 21st. I think it's going to be cool. I think it'll be really interesting to see how substantial their improvements are to that game. I think something else comes out in June, though. Doesn't something else come out in June? Is that Stellar Blade? No, Stellar Blade is April. Uh, something else comes out in June that I think is very important. That I can't um, remember. Let me look it up. Okay. 2024, June. Uh, we got Destiny 2. Nope, uh, the final one. shape. Nope. We got <laughs> Life by You, Early Access, nope, Vampire Therapist, nope. Shin Megami Tensei, nope. Vengeance, June 21st. Oh, right. Um, what else we got? We got... Uh, Nothing. I think I that's think nothing. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what comes out next week that I forgot about? Super Monkey Ball Bananas. But I did pre-order it. Uh, that game Pacific Drive. Oh, yeah. Which one was that? When's yeah. that coming out? Like next week. Wow. I'm actually pretty stoked about it. Yeah. Pacific that sounds fun. You know what else comes out next week? Was that the... Uh, Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah. <laughs> the end of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where you're... Okay. Where it was like a... It's like you're the a The whole a car, game you're in the car, but yeah, like you're it's fighting like a, things. a car driving through the Twilight Zone, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Okay. I remember you being psyched about that. Let's knock out these last few things. Do it. So the next announcement that we had was another Xbox game dropping on other consoles. Look out. Uh, Hi-Fi yeah. Rush. Yeah. On the PlayStation and Switch March 19th. Did we know that was going to happen? We didn't know that was yes. going to happen. <laughs> yeah, We've been talking about it. I'm 100% weeks. buying that on PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. And playing I'm it on PlayStation. And going to Platinum that game. Yeah. Unless it's dumb. Could be dumb. I'm probably not going to Platinum that game. It didn't we check cool. the platinum and wasn't it like some crazy amount of hours? I did. Wasn't it like not. ten hours to beat and like sixty five hours to platinum? Oh no, that, we just looked it up. Yes, yeah, that was on that was on last week's thing yes. for the Xbox achievements. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Pass, we'll see. Pass. Play it on Xbox. There's no reason to buy this game. I'm not gonna play it on Xbox. I'm not my gonna my shit lapsed a while ago. <laughs> I am not on. Game I Pass. believe I'm still paying for it. I think that Jason's still paying for it. Uh, he has think, not touched I it. I think I should. In a long time. Yeah. Stop that. A quick aside Sea of Thieves also coming out on PlayStation 5. Right. Uh, on the Thieves, uh, on the Thieve of Seas, <laughs> on Sea of Thieves channel, they announced uh, that it, it was coming out. I did not watch the trailer because I'm honestly not that interested. April 30th. See if these comes out. So that was all pretty rapid. Uh, Phil like, Spencer's like, I'm gonna let the devs do their thing. Yeah, two days later, right? <laughs> the uh, like the first comment on the video for Sea of Thieves is like, well, I guess this just killed Skull and Bones. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people said they were liking Skull and Bones. I don't. I don't know anything about it. You, you want to do a quick yeah. pop in on Skull and Bones? Who's popping in? We're talking what, about what reviews? do we use? I want to see what that Metacritic is. When did it even come out? Uh, I thought it, had, it wasn't out yet. That's terrible. It might be Sorry. an open beta. Yeah, I didn't think. It oh came no, out. yeah. So it, it's out. It's out. Out out. February sixteenth. It released on. Oh, okay. So it just released. Sorry, I okay. That much. Huh. Here we go. Don't. Wait. Oh, did you look it up? No, I didn't look okay. it up. I'm just reading these headlines. Okay. Can I read the headlines first and then? Maybe... No, because we're gonna guess on the Metacritic. Yeah, you gotta score guess first. the Metacritic score. You're all definitely wrong. <laughs> Seventy one. No, Liz way, says dude, that's way too optimistic. Yeah, I'm going fifties. Okay, seventy-one. Yeah, you give me a, something specific. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. 
Is it 57? Oh, 57. <laughs> wow, I was so sure I was lowballing the shit out of that. Wow, that was a, so low. That is a 57 all on right. Metacritic. So going this is all I got. All I got was the first headline from thegamer.com. Skull and Bones hit with overwhelmingly negative player Bam. responses. Sorry, Skull, guys. <laughs> Skull and Bones Steam charts. Let's take a look. Can't say we didn't see it coming, though. I mean, let's... let's there are it. zero people in-game right now on Steam. Ooh. There's no way that's true. That is that not true. true? Is that... You went on SteamDB? This is SteamDB. It says zero in-game. Shocking. It says... This can't be real. Maybe it's not a 24-hour peak, zero. Player right now, zero. Yeah, All-time no. peak six yeah, years ago, one. Not. Yeah, no, that can't be true. Yeah. That, that Something must be messed up there. Maybe it hasn't updated. Very interesting. Very interesting. <sighs> wow. Skull and bones. I mean, I didn't I think it was going to be that, that bad. I thought it was just going to be like fine. Eurogamer. Ubisoft's long in the works pirate adventure boasts a beautiful world and bombastic ship to ship combat, but it stinks amid boring, busy work and tedious traversal. Oh, but it sinks. <laughs> Lol. It's a boat pun. That makes sense. Wow. All right. What's a, a ga- okay, GameSpot. Skull and Bones has its moments, but these are brief snapshots that don't encompass even half of the full experience. Everything that was great about Backflag has been ripped out and uh, ripped out to accommodate tedious live service elements. Uh, it's going to hurt. It's going to yeah. hurt. Sorry, Skull and Bones. We kind of knew that it wasn't going to happen. So bad for the devs. It's like you work on something like that and then it comes out and it's just like, there's got to be yeah. there's got to be a point at which you're working on something and you're just like this. Is it's not, like all beat up, like crawling, not, and then see if things just comes over and shoots it in the head <laughs> and put it out of its misery. Yeah, but Damn. still, like I don't know. I feel like I've worked on like product launches at old companies when I just like this is gonna be awful. This is just, like, just not gonna, gonna work. Yeah, and then you just what, do you, what am I gonna do? You know, they pay me to do this, so <laughs> sure, it's gonna fail. Damn. <laughs> all right. Last new announcement that we have for today. There's like a lot of announcements. Yeah. yeah. We got the full trailer for the Borderlands movie. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Was it good? You didn't watch it? No. I wish we did. Uh, I, I mean, we could put it on the, the TV in the background if you want. You have the remote? Yep. Or here, just watch it on my phone because we already watched it. Um, I don't yeah, love... Yeah, first impressions. I think it's, it's the most bizarrely casted movie of all time. Bizarre, right? Like... I don't think I, that girl looks like uh, what's her name? Not Phoenix. What, what's um, she is the Phoenix, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the girl, the with main the red character. Hair. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. She plays, she's a very odd choice. Does it start with an L. Oh yes. Like, oh man, yo, it's not Lilith. It's it is Lilith. Lilith. It is Lilith. Okay. It is Lilith. So yeah, so she plays Lilith. Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. Is that, that Jack guy? Foster? No, it's not Jerry Foster. Look up the... Uh... The thing is, is they split the cast. It, it's because they didn't have uh, whatever his name was. Kevin like Hart. Hammer from the first game. Kevin Hart plays Kate Roland. Blanchett. Roland. Yep. Yes. Kate Jamie Blanchett Lee plays, Curtis plays, is in this. Jamie Lee Curtis plays Dr. Patricia Tannis. Uh, That's honestly not a bad casting for Tannis. Honestly, okay. So I actually don't think... I The only one that seems like... 
glaringly odd to me is Kate Blanchett. Really? Like, I think her and Kevin Hart are just odd. She's, uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart is too, he's, he has too, too recognizable. Mo- exactly right. I agree. Exactly right. It's like, I can't I not Kate, see a stand-up comedian when I think I'm looking Kate at Blanchett, him. You know what I mean? Similar problem. Like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, you are Kate Blanchett and you are Kevin Hart. Because also, also, Kevin Hart, like, you do one thing, Kevin Hart, and it's be Kevin Hart. And like, you're funny. And like, I don't want to like, the, come down on Kevin Hart for, you know, whatever. Not okay. The, the problem that I have with Kate Blanchett and, I don't know who that is or what she else she's acted in, oh but God. I know what the character Lilith is supposed to look like. So many things. I know. I'm so many things. I'm not that guy. She's Galadriel. I don't know who that is <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I don't know what that is. You don't know who Galadriel is from Lord of the Rings? No. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? I have seen uh, Fellowship in Two Towers. I've never seen Return of the King. What? This is mind blowing to me. Yeah. She plays the blonde elf. Really? Yes. She doesn't look like that now. That was yeah. 30 years ago, 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> if they had 30 years ago version of her, this is what I was going to say. She's she looks a little too mature. She looks too old for that role. Because like Lilith, Lilith looks younger and looks like an anime girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I thought that as well. But then I was like reading. I'm not as familiar with the Borderlands like Oh, don't worry. Nobody is. <laughs> but from what Lilith I understand, the character is like... Like, I don't, I don't remember. Maybe I was reading. Jack Black is Claptrap. Kind of funny, though. Yeah, that's a good cast. That's actually hilarious. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what she's like... supposed to look like. A young anime So, but girl. I think that, okay. So, from what I read, and I, please fact check me on that. I read that, like, she's searching for her daughter on some, like, she goes to this planet, like, searching for her daughter. So, like, she looks like that in the game but i think in the actual lore she's supposed to be older she's 22 so that's in the first game look at the second game because i believe the I cast the, i think the cast that's in this one is actually the cast from the second game i mean borderlands 2 yeah because like how, how, cause psycho how? is like the the dude with the mask yeah i, th- I don't even think his name is psycho i think it's something else uh, Borderlands is you know what's funny? Borderlands is like farmable. Twenty seven in the sequel. Okay. <laughs> Border- yeah, so it is a lot. And then she she Borderlands three. She's thirty four. Mm. So okay, maybe that's what I'm. Maybe it's the plot from one of the later. Could Borderlands? be the third game. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's still not Borderlands. Still not honestly, 50, does have some pretty farmable land from a lore perspective. It yeah. is an interesting plot for a movie for an action movie what however the plot of borderlands? I've played so the plot for borderlands is there yeah. is there is this planet right. that has supposedly has this vault on it that has this unbelievable treasure that will make oh, anyone who right. opens it more that's rich right. than anybody In one so, piece. yeah so yeah. any so anybody <laughs> that's on this planet In the grand line is trying to <laughs> find this treasure. That's this what sounds, I'm trying to do. This sounds exactly right. like One Piece. Yeah. Liz. Nobody's a nerd who watches One Piece like you, Liz, okay? Uh, but yeah. So it's, I, th- I do think that there's like the opportunity to make a, a good movie out of that. Like, It's simple enough. It is yeah. simple enough. But does anybody really care about Borderlands or their characters? But if you make Some a good movie, do. who cares, you know? Like Twisted Metal was good. Twisted Metal, was, Twisted like, Metal is like weirdly good. Yes, Better I mean, like, than I don't like Twisted Metal the game mm. from however long ago. Like I yeah. have no nostalgia for it, but like the show was good, so who cares? Like I just want to, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 
I guess when I when I watched this trailer, I was like, I'm very distracted by Kevin Hart. I was very distracted by Kevin Hart. Like, you know, bunch of- he also looks weird aiming and shooting a gun. <laughs> it seems a little small out man. of scope for him. Right. Like the whole thing about Borderlands is shooting people with ridiculous guns that right. shoot acid. And stuff. I just feel like he's more of like the, the guy from Jumanji, who's like the comic relief funny exactly. guy. Who's not, exactly. you know, he's not and like, Roland he's not like is- the big bad and Roland is not a funny character in the in the game. Yeah. He's not a funny character. He's just like he's just like an old hardened war guy who like has he does say funny things here and there, but it's like I don't know. He's not Kevin Hart funny. Yeah, it seems like a bit of a miscast. Yeah. And like not like watching it it seems like a bit of a miscast. Like I was like, "Okay, Kevin Hart, like I don't know who his character is supposed to be. Like maybe this would be funny, but as I'm watching it, I'm like, he's not really funny and he's not <laughs> and really also, serious. Like he's kind of not hitting either note." And also he's not dressed so dissimilar to how he dressed in Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's wearing a beret now. Yeah. Um it's interesting because like you look at Kevin Hart, that casting is I I assume just to get people to Oh yeah, game. it's star power it's just, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's it. How much I mean, do you think they paid him to do that but role? I, I mean, Probably I think that they. Kevin Hart's not cheap. I don't know. I think mm. that these actors probably sought out these roles. No. Yes. Like not like actively. Kate Blanchett them is like, yo, I loved Borderlands. I mean, why would you cast Kate Blanchett in Borderlands unless like she had interest in What's being her last in Borderlands? Movie? Yeah. What else was she in? Give me something else. Aviator. She was Talk in, to me about the I mean, desperation she's an Academy of Award winning actress. Like she is, I I can't even begin to explain. Uh, I don't know. Then you look at Chris Pratt's <laughs> Mario movie, and I listen to those interviews. Carol. T- oh yeah, she was in this movie where she played a composer. Like last year in 2022, she was Oscar nominated movie. She Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Don't look up. Blue Jasmine, another Academy Award movie. No, it's not a scandal. Another Oscar movie. So why is she doing this? <laughs> like, right. The, I like mean, this, this, yeah, Aviator, now another Oscar made, movie. Now that much money. I thought she was miscast just on a visual standpoint. Like, you don't look like this character. Oh, yeah, she's in both Sort of. Actually, you know what's funny? This is very similar to the Uncharted movie, where when they got Tom Holland and uh, Mark Wahlberg, I was like, they totally screwed up. Like these are not but these people. You know those it's, two guys wanted to be in that movie. Did they actually? Though? Yes. Do you know that for sure? I, I mean, they, like, they've I, talked about it in interviews. Like yeah, Mark but, Wahlberg had been attached to the project for so long. Like, he's like, like he was. He liked the source material. I don't. I know mean, if he played the game, but he was like had. And Tom Holland's like a nerd. He, like he, he was did, all about he it. He sandbagged it beforehand, though. He was like. I spent more time worried about how my arms looked in this movie than acting well. Like he literally said that in an interview. Yeah, but after he. Uh, filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> Not before he filmed it, I was talking about it. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like also, like, if you think about Hollywood, like, they look at video games, and the past four years have been pretty telling as far as, like, what video games can produce in terms of revenue, and I can only imagine that, like, they're pulling the strings to get these actors and actresses so that they can make a pseudo-potentially yeah. good movie, because if they were just a bunch of people that you've never heard of before... I, so I would say I'm the wondering... wind is blowing in that direction. And, I, and they just my, my comments before on Uncharted was not to diminish that movie. That movie was actually not bad. Like yeah, it, it was, was fine. It was totally watchable. Yeah. So maybe they're like, yeah, like to your point, it's like there's a, a huge audience here, and... If we can make even a decent movie, then we're gonna make our money back. So, like they like, look at it and they're like, Ryan's okay, it the- uh, budget was a hundred million dollars. Like yeah, honestly, even too. this budget seems a little low to me it based does, on it? all of the like 
it's CGI that's in it, and all they, what they must have had to pay these <laughs> actors, which makes me think they didn't pay them that much, which makes me think they wanted to do this movie. Like, Kate Blanchett could easily have asked for $50 million. I can't imagine that Kate Blanchett is saying You think down. Kevin Hart is playing Borderlands on the weekends? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know right. if he's you know? playing. See, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if he's playing Borderlands, but like, here's what I think. I think that like Jamie Lee Curtis, another huge You think she knew what star. Borderlands was before I this? I think <laughs> that potentially somebody in their life knew what Borderlands was. Like, they're all older people. They have children, potentially grandchildren. Mm. I know that Jamie Lee Curtis has grandchildren who like One Piece. Like, because she was at she was at some convention and they asked her, like, if you could play any character or be in anything, what would you be in? And she said One Piece. And everybody was like, how the heck? What? Do you know what What, what are you talking yeah. about? And she said, my kids are huge fans. So I know that she has some... She's aware so connection she, of this sort of nerd world and i think maybe so Kev- she goes to the family dinner table and is like so i got a script for borderlands today do you, does anyone know what that is and their kid's like oh i like borderlands it's really fun and I, she's like okay i think i'll, maybe, I'll take the I think maybe something like that happens or they tell them like this is a, you know somebody is there a kid so a friend tells them oh this is a big game whatever like i don't think because they i mean Kate Blanchett could be in an Oscar movie right now. Like, why would she do this unless she was interested unless, in doing unless this? She's at a point. point in her career where she doesn't need to do anything for money, and right. she can only work on projects that she's interested in. But there could Fair be, point. there Fair could point. be, there could be also. I mean, even if it was just we we're talking about like money and value proposition, could be like some type of royalty situation. Like this movie does look like it would Maybe. be, it would work really well on like Hulu and Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, what are the chances? It's like every time it's played or forever how many years you're getting this much so you'll take the price cut now for like longevity because video game movies tend to go people are still watching mortal Kombat 1995 i guess i don't know you know it's <laughs> honestly this kind of movie too is likely sequel bait you know and you, like, you think about you think about, about also like, like the, then why would you why would you commit to this series unless you were committed to the series no i mean that's why like actors like won't be in oh she was also in thor ragnarok she played the villain in thor oh ragnarok. yeah true oh did you she played the oh, sister. oh yeah okay that's right but still that's what i mean that... she plays the sister so she doesn't have to come back she could just play that one I character look at... like being involved in a movie that's gonna have sequels or a potential ip that's gonna have sequels i mean that's a real commitment that why would you do that commitment i just this budget is not big enough for them yeah. to be doing it just for the money yeah when i when i look yeah. at you know, this is not Robert Downey Jr. being paid for the Avengers. Like, that's, they could get this much money doing other movies. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. But, Hunter like, Moon what other movies are much. available? I don't know. It's interesting because, like, all right, money aside, like, I think about, like, the marketability of, like, these movies that have come out so far. And it's like, you look at Uncharted and you're like, all right, the two crowds is like, okay, this is an action movie that people will enjoy. This is also a video game movie that video game people will enjoy. And anywhere in between, they'll probably watch this movie. So I see yeah. the market. I'm hitting two two big markets here. Right. You look at this movie, I see the same thing. It's like Mad Max, really well, right? Yeah. It's action, and it's an action movie, and people will be into that, and everybody right. loves, like, apocalyptic bullshit nowadays. Yeah. And it's a video game that did really well. So, like, what are the chances that we can hit all these markets, you know? It, like, yeah. like, and I, I feel like the, the potential for sequels is a big deal, for, you have to know that you're signed up for them well, too. Well, if you're playing the main character. I'm thinking from like the uh from the publish is it publisher? What's the name of Studio? The studio that's making it. Yeah. It's important for them to know because they're like, okay, well if we can get people into this, like and then we know that we could secure like a portion of that for the next one and the next one and the next yeah. one, and then it's like, all right, then it's a more worthwhile thing. Whereas like 
I don't know. I, I imagine movies like Gran Turismo are probably a way bigger risk because it's like this one-off, totally fucking random thing, you know? So they probably paid them mm, yeah, way maybe. more. Whereas, yeah. like, if Kate Blanchett was in this, they're like, hey, like, once we make our thing and we clear for a sequel, we're going to make a sequel and, you know, you, we'll pay you on that one too and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So Kate Blanchett is so, worth $95 million. She's, yeah. So, she's like, how huge. much did she get? You're getting paid like $5 million per movie? I would say she's one of the most successful actresses of our time. <laughs> I mean, she's huge. So, she's a huge, yeah. huge. More actress. than ScarJo. Uh, she's more critically <laughs> successful than ScarJo. More 100%. than Jennifer Lawrence. She crushed it in Catching Fire. How <laughs> yeah, dare you? Yes. Uh, so apart from the actors, uh, the trailer also—I don't like—it seemed fine. It didn't seem stellar. Like, yeah, I, there I was nothing. I was gripped. Yeah, exactly. There was nothing. Yeah. I like was watching it. And I was like, okay, like maybe this will be okay. But it, it, I was a little concerned that it wasn't funny enough. I, I felt like it was very like color by numbers type of funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they, there was one joke where, uh, oh gosh, what was it? Oh, like the the window opening Close or whatever. The and I was like, like you're trying to be funny in like a weird timing way, but it's so typical of movies nowadays. That I'm like, this is just not, it's just not doing it for me. I feel yeah. like there's, there is a, there's literally a rubric for making like slightly funny action movie now. And this was like hitting all of those points. So I'm like, okay, like be, because the source material is like a bit more interesting, like you've yeah. got like more of my attention for that. But just in general, the way that it's showing how this film is going to go, I was not super impressed. It felt kind of formulaic. It seems yeah. like, it's supposed, I mean, you know, the game is supposed to be funny, so I assume the movie is also supposed to be funny. And then it also, like, the way the trailer presented itself made it seem like, you know, this is an action comedy, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's got Jumanji vibes. Who's the tiny Tina girl? She is, uh, she's someone too, actually. Yeah. I, I don't know who she is. I mean, well, I have the name right now. I it's think she's um anything is Ari- Ariana Greenblatt. She was in Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Barbie recently. Okay. I haven't watched Oh, she was the, the younger sister or whatever. She was the daughter. Or the daughter. Yeah, yeah, she was the daughter from Barbie. So I did watch Barbie. That's you know, pretty big. <laughs> Barbie was good. Barbie was good. I, I really thought liked it was Barbie. I thought it was good. I was not like doubling over my chair laughing. It was it was good. She Oppenheimer. Was in, I liked it. Oppenheimer was extremely good. I think I haven't watched Oppenheimer yet. I would watch it. But I, it's, very good. it's a massive commitment. It's like four hours, but yes. it's like really, really good. I'm sure. And I will watch it. So it's on streaming now. So I can watch it now. When I flew to LA, I watched it on the flight. Perfect. Dude, <laughs> killed that whole flight and it was legit really good. Um, But yeah, I feel like I'll probably like Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh, okay. So th- this woman was, or this girl, technically, she was also in Infinity War as Gamora when she was a kid. Little baby Gamora. Oh, little baby yeah. Gamora. All right. So she's been in, in a, a she's bunch of stuff. stuff. She's doing stuff. She's doing stuff. That character yeah, is I, often the funniest character. She honestly seemed kind of like the best cast and the best fit. She did look the part. Yeah. I hope she is as funny as Tiny Tina. Is. I mean, she That's looked fair. the part. She was like you know, cute and sassy. I feel like she was just doing the most she, and she, not in like a bad way. Like I feel like she was doing her part to play her role more than, except maybe before the Jack Black. I'm sure Jack Black will be the best part of the movie. Yeah. But Hopefully. Also, if, if done well, <laughs> if I feel like he could, I mean, 
you know, he makes all those Kung Fu Panda movies. Like, yeah, I feel right? like he can, like, he does touch voiceovers really Like, well. I feel like he is funny no matter what. Because I don't think it's not written funny. Like, he just won't say it. You know, like, he, would, he would re, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like he would rewrite it or change it to make yeah. it funny if he yeah. came on set and it wasn't. But Clapstar so, also has a very particular sense of humor. So we'll see. But also, and, so is Lilith funny in the games? No. Okay. She is the only serious one. Okay. She's like trying say, to keep it all together and everyone else around her is nuts. Okay. Because I was also going to say Kate Blanchett is like not funny as much as she's so incredible actress and has been in all of these roles and you know all these oscar movies like she's not funny and she has no funny roles yeah. at all <laughs> she's she's the straight man to everyone else's crazy person. yeah okay yeah i, mean, I feel a little i feel a little better about that too because also watching it i was just like dude you are a fucking stick in the mud like well, actually, yeah. actually, i don't know why we didn't touch this beforehand but did you guys play the borderlands games like yeah i played the first and second one I, oh no we played three we, but it was like it was so we played terrible. for a hot second it was, and so, it was so broken horrible game. yeah horrible game yeah, I platinumed one and two. I liked both of those games a lot. No, so I'm not familiar with them. Tiny T- the new Tiny Tina game I did not play. And then three, I was just absolute trash. I did beat three, but I absolutely hated it. Yeah, yeah I remember It is a little... Beating it. That was a hate play. That was a hate play for sure. That was like a, I just need to finish this it kind of thing. It is a little like... I feel like the characters in it are a little tropey. Definitely. Um, yeah, purposefully, I think. Which, yeah, I feel like they're doing purposefully in the game. Which I don't know how well it's going to translate into a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for a fresh property like when you i feel like if we go back and play we're like oh you know that you know old borderlands this is their shtick yeah. and this is what they do but i feel like if you're coming out with fresh eyes it's gonna be like um these well, characters have been done a hundred times it's, it's funny because like <laughs> so most of the humor i find is very contextual yeah you know like or at least the parts of the game that which would be hard to out. convey in a trailer exactly right yeah. it's like yeah. it's like certain things like like so tiny tina in general is like you know, you'll be talking to her on the radio and she'll be like saying something and be like, you know, like yada yada, like, oh yeah, they're they're over there, like, oh I gave him a present before, but whatever. And then like as you approach the thing, it'll just explode. And she's like, uh-huh. Oh, I guess they plug touched the wrong thing. Well, let's go somewhere else instead. And yeah. it's just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, do you remember the shoot me in the face guy from two? No. That I was like I didn't that was like, like probably the most memorable mission in two. So it's like you just you walk into a new area and there's an enemy who's just standing there. And he's like, shoot me in the face. Oh, I do shoot me that. in the face. Yeah. And then you get a little quest marker that just says dot, dot, dot. I guess shoot him in the face. <laughs> and then you shoot him in the face. And it's like, mission complete. And then you get a bunch of uh, experience. <laughs> and it's like, all right, <laughs> that's it. That is pretty funny. Yeah. But it's like, that's super contextual. It's highly contextual. Right. Interesting trailer. I think, honestly, I, I'm more hopeful for video game movies since we've had stuff like twisted metal like uncharted like gran turismo which i still want to watch right sonic mario i know it's like the pikachu yeah yeah so i think it's heading in the right direction borderlands like i said i think there is farmable land there yeah so it just seems so could be good i don't know but maybe kevin hart will surprise us as i'm you know he's never done before yeah but <laughs> i'm happy that jamie lee curtis is doing more like funkier roles as she gets older like she's doing some interesting stuff she was yeah. uh the last thing i think i saw her in was like the everything everywhere all the time and she yeah, freaky friday she was amazing in that yeah. i love that she got an Oscar freaky that. friday yeah obviously but like um it's interesting to see her in more i don't know yes yeah, so that's what i mean she also like she did that movie i feel like she's got like the right Chops. space yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 she's got she's open to it which is nice yeah when you look at like 
I don't know, some of these other characters, it's like, are they open to it or are they just trying to bend the movie to like them a little bit? Mm, mm. Yeah. Maybe her kids were like, oh, Borderlands, that's a lot like One Piece. And we like One Piece. And she's like, okay. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if this is the closest I can get to One Piece, I'm down. I think she might, I think they might cast her in One Piece season two. Yeah. Who would you be? Uh, Dr. We're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. I forget the name, Kerr or something. Um, are you like up to speed on One Piece? I didn't know that you were like this deep in it. Her I mean, brother's I, like, yeah, my brother's a huge One Piece fan, and I watched the show, the live action show. But like, have you watched phenomenal. the anime? I thought the anime was like four hundred episodes or something. Um, I haven't watched yeah. the anime, but I've, I mean, I've watched some of the anime, and I've read, I read a good amount, but I a lot, I trailed off, and I've had a. Like that's like I think it's like deeper than like Inuyasha and stuff now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean I'm like eight hundred chapters good. behind, yeah, so I don't know how you would possibly. James was like, "It's great. You just read like one chapter a day for the next four years, and then it'll be caught up." Yeah, <laughs> like, there's no Ridiculous. way. Perfect. So, um, so yeah, but when One Piece was like when it was big in my life, I was super into One Piece. Mm. So she would play the doctor who is like chopper's only friend on the island or whatever who was friends with his like dad friend doctor okay. yeah you guys really don't i watched i read one piece up to Do you know who chopper point. is no i don't remember who chopper is i have okay. literally Dude, i've never even met the, you know, you know the reindeer is? character i don't know who that is okay the reindeer character is chopper oh well, well there you go <laughs> yeah i don't know when i saw that i was like I'm so not sure she would play people are lobbying for her to play someone in his arc man well you should watch the show it's a very good show yeah i know yeah i've I'm... cried through the manga and i was just like man the show is also much more easily digestible because like every you're talking arc, about the netflix show the netflix show i tried to watch it and it was painful i didn't like it you're wrong maybe i didn't <laughs> you're, yeah, you're wrong your opinion yeah, i mean invalid. maybe you guys say i tried watching like the first piece. episode i just couldn't or was it an episode or a movie it was episode right there's it's a series yeah, it you know what you know what it is like i i haven't watched it so i have no context but i remember trying to watch the live action version of death note and i think that's terrible and i think that that stained every version of live action anime permanently you should try watching even when i watched bebop i was like and i'm like i really like bebop a lot it's like top anime in my mind and like even when i was watching that i was like this isn't the same and it's just not right like it's it's just not right you know no so there's there's, attention was done really well you should watch that's like a good samurai movie just in general yeah 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 i like that i just i'm not convinced that they can do anime and live action well it's just like yeah what i like about the one piece live action is that it's like super condensed so because one piece is like so freaking long i'm like yeah. how, how are they gonna do this? this is such a commitment but instead the way that they do it is like every arc from it's the manga is like a it's kind of like two-part episode so mm. it usually it covers two episodes so by the end of season one you're like eight books in I'm like this is great how many books are there <laughs> a lot of books <laughs> they said i think they said it like in total it would be like six seasons mm. Which would be fast. Be a yeah. lot to cover for six seasons. When did all the characters start looking like proper men and women? They got older. There's like a time jump. Yes, there's a time jump in it. Mm, it's like Naruto. Damn. I don't know. It seems like uh, it seems like a lot, but I mean, like James talks about it. 
your brother talks about yeah. it in such like a way that it's like yeah there's uh nothing else that is consistently good like one piece and i'm like well, i mean that's a that's a high praise because everything has a downturn eventually but if this is that good and it's getting even more popular now like that blows my freaking yeah. mind also the live action show the creator of one piece was very heavily involved in it he was very heavily involved in like decisions and they were constantly consulting him asking him about the you know yeah stuff cool. on the set or how things would work in the world yeah. and that's nice like when you listen to avatar and he, stuff he and then... i think had final casting say on like a lot of the, the actors see that's what you want the person with the vision yeah to sound off on stuff like not the, the people with the money the guy yeah the guy that they cast for luffy they were like oh why'd you cast him and all this stuff and he was like because i just looked at him and he just like like he just seemed like luffy like he just would laugh he made me laugh and so i was like this he's got the right energy to do this oh interesting He's like a goofy, funny guy. I think I didn't like Luffy was the reason why I stopped watching it. But I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a <laughs> shot. I'll give it a shot. I have an anime-related question. I have, like I said, in the last couple of weeks, I've been interested in watching a couple of different things mm-hmm. now. But I don't have access to Crunchyroll. Yo, is it, it, use mine. Is it bundled with stuff? No, I don't think so. And it's not on every uh, everything either. It's like not on this TV. Like, you need... Like, uh, I have it on PlayStation. Oh, no, really? Didn't it yeah. just recently? Didn't Funimation and Crunchyroll recently combine? Funimation crumbled and got eaten by Crunchyroll, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they, like, redo their terms? Is it easy to, to swap logins and stuff? You could just use mine. Yeah, dude, my entire old Guild Wars 2 guild still uses my login. Because you know, like, the Netflix thing that just happened? Like, yeah. Netflix is yes. rocked for everybody. Like, yeah. nobody's sharing Netflix. Which probably anymore. should have happened a long time ago, if yeah. I was to be honest. Like, yeah. they, were, they were moving it, they were losing at least, like, half the revenue they could have been making when I yeah at they said they made a lot of money yeah i'm when they sure and everybody's and I, like all right fine 12 dollars. yeah $12 i mean there's no real downside for them if people are like well i'm not gonna sign up for a new netflix account like they're not losing any money yeah when when i looked at Crunchyroll, though, <laughs> what, what do they have to lose the base account you can only stream on one device and then like the premium one you can only stream on four so mm, i was like maybe is that like the thing i, mean, I, I think they have it. from what i understand yeah they have recently changed their I think like Arms. all of them were changing. That's why I'm like, I yeah. Don't know. You could try it if you want. Well, because also then right. they ate Funimation. Like I don't understand. There's no competition now. It's yeah, just Crunchyroll. They have become the premier anime. I mean, that's source it. here in the United States. Yeah, it's kind of. And they also get like like Japanese stuff dubbed and ready for you. I think they call it simulcast or something like that. Yeah. Oh, like yeah? the day after it comes out in Japan, which is kind of insane. That's cool because I remember nice. there was being like such a lag. Let me tell yeah. you, there's a lot of weird stuff coming out of Japan. I remember like perusing some of this stuff and it's like there are animes that are like maybe 10 to 15 minutes long and it's in a first person where you're just talking to a girl and this girl is just talking back to you and she's like pretending like you're saying words and it's like, what is it? It's like, it's like Dora the Clues. Explorer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's like an anime girl being like, <laughs> on a oh, date with where you? do you want? Oh, yeah, exactly. God, that's very I'm weird. like, what is this? I'm also not surprised. So, I'm also yeah. not surprised. Yeah, but yeah, my brother was telling me like that that book solo leveling. Like, I want to watch that. Mm. Um, I've heard cool things about this show, there's Fire a, Force. There was a know. game studio uh, anime that I was watching for a while that was really cool. Um, I forgot what it was called. Gamer yeah. Life. Maybe that's something different. But there's a lot of cool, interesting things in yeah, I've anime heard now. Spy Family's funny. Like Spy Family, I heard is amazing. And then also, oh man, this has become an anime podcast. Uh, <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen is supposed to be popping off right now, too. That's supposed to be like the Naruto replacement, basically. Yeah, I have the first two mangas, and Frank was like, by the time you finish the first one, you're going to be hooked. And I was like, okay. All right. (laughs) right. Challenge accepted. He's reading? 
them? No, he's watching it, but uh, he also he read it afterwards, and it was just like, yeah, like this is really really good. After the second episode, I'm, I understood exactly what was going to happen, like in terms of my addiction like what it's to supposed this. to be. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's put a pin in it. Yeah, I enjoyed this, dude. I love when good. we start a podcast like after a whole bunch of stuff happens because then I'm like, yes, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> and we just chit chat. I love just chit chat. Yeah. Big fan of the chitty chats. All right, so for now. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this week's episode of the Crit Rate Podcast. Please go to critrate.io and take your survey to find your gamer profile. Rate a bunch of new games. We are updating the games, like, I mean, every week now we're putting new stuff on there. So go in, check out the games, rate those that you have played, interact with other people from your house, and subscribe to our podcast here if you're on Spotify. A follow would be very much appreciated. Or if you listen to it anywhere else, any sort of ratings would be very much appreciated as well. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Justin, and thank you, Liz. Thank, thank you, you, Justin. We'll see everybody. you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. See you on Bye. the next one. He'll be back. He's back. <laughs>